everybody to the podcast which is just about just riding about it's the just riding about podcast at christmas yes indeed a special christmasy edition uh which isn't really all that christmasy apart from we are recording it in december um <laughs> apart from it, well it is i'll say that it is actually a uh, a christmas special it's actually a black friday special uh this one uh because uh just for this one podcast and this one podcast only uh anyone uh listening to the first half of this podcast gets to listen to the second half completely free of charge uh, there you go, a, a special offer there that's never before been repeated and never will again. Uh, my name is Bob. I am joined here on this uh, extra special Christmassy podcast by my pal Enzo. Enzo, how are you doing? Hello, Bob. I mean, it is an extra special uh, Christmassy podcast. I'll tell you what it is also. It's flipping freezing, mate. Now, I don't know if you've popped <laughs> your, your head outside the door at all today, but Mate, there was crystals forming on the top of my bonce earlier on when I nipped out. It is absolutely, uh, yeah, cold. It is. It's it's nice. I mean, here um, we have uh, in the living room. We've got our uh, our wood stove uh, going flat out, so it's nice. it's burning away. The old uh, flickering flames are filling the filling the lounge with uh, lovely warmth, um, which is a shame for me because I'm sat in the dining room and it's absolutely <laughs> freezing. <laughs> No, mate. It, it's um, yeah. I think I think it's Christmas weather, if if such a thing exists. And um, I mean, I went out last Sunday, and it's quite strange because I think our last podcast we spoke about you know kind of what to wear when it's when it's autumn weather. You know, not quite cold, uh, <laughs> but not that warm either. And um, I mean, completely redundant, mate. I was absolutely full winter <laughs> weather gear this Sunday. I had the thickest of woolly socks, four layers. You know, a base layer a thermal layer, a jersey, and then a thermal jacket, um, the full-on thermal uh, long bib tights. Mm. Uh, uh, what's the, the thing called that goes around your neck? The old neck gaiter. Your buff there, oh, yeah. The buff, yeah. full-on, yeah. but not, not a normal one, but one of the thick, heavy oh, the ones. thermal one, okay, yeah, great. Absolutely one of those. And uh, obviously something on top of my head uh, that goes under the helmet to keep everything else warm. And long, super, you know, the proper long, fingered uh, winter gloves mm. um, over shoes. Oh my gosh, mate. If, if I could cover it up, I did on, uh, on Sunday. It was proper fresh out. I mean, I think it reached kind of maximum of about two or three degrees. So right. yeah, a bit <laughs> cold, but you know, we did it. And uh, But it's always nice to get, I mean, it's nice to ride, but when it's cold like that, it's nice to get home, warm, hot shower, a little drop of, uh, as we're having now, a little drop of rum just to, to raise the temperature inside. And uh, <laughs> and away we go. Yeah, cold, mate, cold. It, it certainly was. I mean, kind of autumn. It's, it's funny we were talking about autumn gear because, I mean, certainly <laughs> down here, it, we kind of went from sort of like sort of like late summer and then autumn lasted probably about two weeks. And then it's like, <laughs> bang, winter. And sort of, yeah, winter sort of arrived uh, almost like someone has just basically switched winter on from somewhere where is it, you know, where, where it, it wasn't winter and now absolutely definitely is. And it, it's been, I've, I, I, I can only salute you and your, uh, and your cycling because I've, I've barely been out uh, over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> It must be said, since as the weather gets kind of colder and wetter, I am um, kind of each year as we sort of come into the winter, I, I am sort of essentially kind of um, like some sort of strange 
Charles Dickens' vision, I get visited by the ghost of injuries past. And, <laughs> uh, so consequently, I will do things like wake up and like, oh, God, this shoulder is is sore. And like, why is my knee swollen for absolutely no reason? So, um, I mean, I do, I do realize that's an excuse. And I do realize that I need to kind of take a lesson from looking at those uh, Rough Stuff Archive books and just kind of toughen the heck up and get out there <laughs> well you know and perhaps i just need that that's that's what i need to do i need to don my thermal my thermal buff and get the heck out there hello podcast christmas listener if you're sitting there thinking i wonder if they can keep up this sort of dizzying level of entertainment into the new year well why not just click that subscribe button and find out for yourself so for this um extra special uh december christmas edition of the just writing about podcast we thought that we would take a little bit of a look back 12 months ago we uh looked back and we did our own um little kind of christmas wish list if you like a little a little letter to father christmas for some of the things that we might want um but we thought it's these days isn't an awful lot of want and an awful lot of new things going into the world so we thought we'd we'd look at it we'd look at what was available on ebay some secondhand purchases or or whatever might might be there and uh, come up with a bit of a bit of a wish list from there. Now, we've had another little bit of a look at that, especially for this year. But we thought that we'd maybe kind of limit ourselves on the on the on the upward price because uh, some of us, um, some more than others, I won't say any names, um, went a little bit bonkers on the uh, on on the prices of some of the things. So um, we thought we'd limit ourselves to fifty quid and see what we could possibly find for. Well, for ourselves for Christmas. Yeah, I, th I think that's that's fair, Bob. Yeah, we set ourselves a fifty-pound limit, um, so you know, not too greedy. Uh, and and you know, we, we're gonna we're gonna pick three things, three things we'd get ourselves. Um, you know, wrap it up for ourselves, uh, put it under the tree, open it up <laughs> ourselves, <laughs> ourselves, and be surprised. And wow, look what I got myself. Um, it, it must be said I found this very difficult because I had a, a list of about fifteen things. That was the thing. <laughs> I had the sort of I've, I've I've whittled down. I'm still not entirely certain that I've completely whittled down. But as while I'm still while I'm still whittling, do you do you want to go first? And... Yeah, go on in. I'll 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 get the ball rolling, mate. So okay. there I am with my fifty quid eBay voucher. Um, now I think I got a slightly different memo to you. All my three things are kind of brand new. <laughs> I haven't purchased <laughs> anything secondhand. So forgive me if we've gone the I've no. kind of got the wrong end of the stick, but. But you know, bear with me, mate. I'm I'm sure the purchases will be um look, yeah, you know, there'll be a good this, reason for it. This this is our game and we can make up the rules as we go along. <laughs> First thing I'm gonna buy myself, mate, for, for for Christmas there. Okay. Um and it's gonna cost twenty pounds. Okay. Now this is something that I've already got that was a little bit kind of mm, I'm not quite sure about this. Um, but it's worked out absolutely brilliant. So I'm going to buy myself another one. So when the existing one wears out, I can swap it straight over for You're the same thing. Future-proofing yourself. Excellent. Absolutely. Okay. But what I've bought um, is some Chinelli Ooh. camouflage coloured bar tape with Ooh. orange bar ends. Now, I put this on my kind of gunmetal grey Oro gravel bike, which I've spoken about obviously previously. Because um, it came with just sort of black bar tape, which is all right, but it's a bit boring. And, you know, it is a bit Marmite because when I turn up to the club rides, some people will go, wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> and the other 50% will say, 
that's bleeding awful. What are you I, doing with that? I mean, it sounds eye-catching. That's all. I, that's all I can say realistically. Mate, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, it's proper camo, sort of the greens and the browns and the oranges and the yellows. And I, like I say, I love it so much. I've bought myself another, or I would buy myself another uh, box of it ready to go on again when the existing stuff wears out. Well, it's good. It's it's almost good to have a trademark, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you, can, you can sort of come back to it and, you know, and everyone everyone know, everyone will know that it's your bike from a, from a distance. It, Okay. Do you know what? It's, it's got a slight security aspect in it because I, I can't see many people probably wouldn't think to steal it with that sort of stuff. But you know, it's their loss, mate. It's their loss. Well, I've it's well, it's interesting because I've I've gone um, for the my first choice. I've gone for something which is a little bit of a taste. Uh, um, um, yeah, a bit of a, a a bit of a taste marmite thing as well. Realistically, I mean, as as you know. I love a bit of a vintage jersey, and when I say when I say, say kind of vintage, I'm I'm not talking you know proper vintage vintage, but I'm I'm you know sort of some of the things which will kind of sort of date back a few years, um that 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 look a little bit more eye catching. I mean, don't get me wrong, some of them absolutely shocking. Um, in a lot of <laughs> in a lot of ways, cycling is almost a sport that style forgot. But um, there's there a lot of them, a, a lot of them, you know, kind of nice and stylish and everything else. Now there's a jersey that I've been looking for on and off for years just every now and again i'll just kind of take a little look on ebay and the only reason that i looked is was you saying that you know we've got to do this thing and um look at you know i'm holding that up to the camera so you can see it of course the listeners can't mm. but this is a uh fosca cycling jersey iron brew in large ah look at that i can see it wow so is that it's... is the background is it a black jersey with orange iron it's... brew it's blue logo. with a big oh, iron blue. brew logo um sort of running up the up the front and up the back um it's got the orange uh section wow. on there as well it's currently going uh okay we've got four bids on it we've got two days and 22 hours i'm quite happy to say this on the podcast because i know that this is going to be this is going to go out after this has, has has finished so i know <laughs> nobody else will come in and try and steal it um but it's going at the moment for three pounds and six p you are joking i am not joking i'm expecting that's going to go up a little bit but um, you know, wow. I'm hoping it's going to stay down because I am genuinely going to bid on this. <laughs> um, so I can, yes, I can only hope that that will actually be going to me. But I've had, I mean, I, in the past I've had, um, crikey, I've got a, a more Velo jersey that I've got from there, a really nice one, uh, a GAN, a proper GAN jersey, which is yeah. uh, signed by Chris Boardman. I mean, you know, you can't really tell because it's really really faded and it could just be a squiggle <laughs> um but uh i've got a, a, a genesis jersey as well so you know my my little kind of wander down um ebay jersey uh road <laughs> has has always been good to me and um yeah i'm i'm i'll, I'll let you know quite excited about this one brilliant brilliant well i'll tell you what mate if you do win it uh, take a photo and we'll lob it up on instagram for the for the world to see for the world to see the glory <laughs> of my iron brew jersey right then skip so shall i move on to my second potential purchase go for it all right here we go so this one's a little bit and i guess i'll have to buy two of them if i did go down this road but what i want to try now you know you know me you know i like uh, an inner tube and i like a bit of inner tube chat um and you gotta i gotta have I, Unless of course you haven't got them. <laughs> well, yeah, not a problem for you and your and your and your posh uh, tubeless <laughs> tires. But anyway, well, that's a discussion for another pod. 
Um, so you know that uh, we spoke previously and I've tried out the TPU, kind of the plastic inner tubes, which are really yes. great. But what I'm going to buy uh, with me £50 voucher there, and they're a little bit expensive, but I'm going to try a latex inner tube. Now they're £13. Hmm. So I just, I just, I'm just going to give it a go, just, just because I've tried the the big, you know, the thick rubber butyl ones. Um, I've tried the TPU, and the only one I haven't tried is a latex. So I'm going to see what the fuss is all about. Uh, to be honest, I probably wouldn't tell the difference, but at least I can say, uh, you know, when I'm talking to somebody while I'm riding along, hey, I've got a latex inner tube. So uh, the gateway into so a that, conversation, if nothing else. Exactly, mate. That that's a, a good kickoff for a, for a chat. When you're riding next to somebody so that's that's my second purchase mate a 13 pounds latex in a tube well so for my second choice um i've gone for something which is a bit more just kind of standard sort of utilitarian if you like so i've gone for um just just another stem just a spare stem i've got i've got a, a few different sort of stems in my shed in my armory of different of the odd sort of different length and um basically because you know when you're sort of kind of getting comfortable on a on a bike and you know you kind of a lot of the time you'll spend a lot of time kind of getting the saddle right and the and the distance of your seat post right so you're sort of getting that kind of stride your so you're sort of maximizing the the power down and the lift on the pedal and all that sort of thing and your foot being in the right place on the on the on the pedal and all that but i don't think you spend quite as much time sort of working out the the reach and how you're extended and, and how yep. far you sat forward. Um, and I've certainly over the last little while, as I say, I've been uh, say I've last little while. It has not really been that long. Maybe about a week. I've been nursing this kind of slightly dodgy shoulder. I've been kind of thinking, well, and I've been um, and kind of um, riding my quick. My quick is my sort of flat barred road bike and the geometry is really quite upright and it's much although it's called a quick it's much slower than if you're riding on drops where you sort of pitch that bit further forwards so i've kind of thought well maybe you know sort of having a few different shorter stems would be kind of quite handy because you can sort of mess around with a few different ones so i found uh, a very nice short race face stem which is 70 millimeter it has a six degree rise and that's starting off for 10 pounds so um you know there you go i mean i bought a very nice richie stem just a little while ago again on ebay for five pounds and that actually come in the richie bag and everything is like literally untouched by human hand so yeah there you go i mean it's not that exciting but you know it's this comfy as you get <laughs> as you get a bit older and you get a bit more uh achy different stem well that's 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 good mate i'm always a bit wary about mucking around with the stems and stuff too much i feel like sometimes with my bikes now i've i've kind of dialed into the position whether or not it's good for me or not i don't know but it feels like each time i jump on the bike it kind of fits so i'm always wary about mucking around with things like that but mm. mate if, if you know if, if you're a lot braver than me i think that's the <laughs> that's the that's the answer to many things well i'm the one with the sore shoulder so who's, <laughs> who's got this right fair enough mate okay so you've got your stem there so i'll go with my final selection my okay. final so this will take me up to a full 50 pounds I have to admit, mate, this final one, um, if it weren't for the fact that I had a voucher, I would not be spending £17 on, on this. Uh, oh, no chance. Right. However, if I've got, you know, I've got £17 left, I think I'm going to sort of treat myself, seeing as it is Christmas. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I think I have mentioned this on, on previous pods. It might have been a while back. Mm. Um, but I do use chamois cream 
Okay. Um, and for me, I, you know, I do suffer a little bit from the old kind of, you know, the, the chafing. I think they like, you know, we want to call it, you know, it's a thing. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Do we want um, to call it that? I'm not sure. Well, okay. I don't know. But yeah, so I think the old chamois cream does a good job. It works, especially because, you know, if I go out on a Sunday, I am literally on the bike for, you know, six or seven hours sometimes, depending mm. on how long the ride is. So, I do like to uh, use the, the chamois cream. Now, on eBay, they've got chamois cream by ASOS. ASOS, I'm yeah, not quite okay. sure. Um, but they're quite at 17 quid for a tub of this stuff. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly wouldn't buy uh, 17 quid's worth of, of you know chamois cream if it was my own money. That's How a big lot of money, is the tub? Yeah, uh, I don't think it wasn't a whopper, mate. I mean, we're still talking kind of, I don't know, the size of a, a you know, the old Nivea kind of hand cream tubs. Yeah, okay. I think it's something like that. Um, I mean, the stuff I currently use, it's, it's probably about five or six quid yeah. for a tub, but this stuff, 17. So I don't know, maybe it's kind of, you know, luxurious. I, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? I'm going to treat... I'm going to treat myself to 17 quid's worth of chamois cream and see what the difference is. <laughs> Good grief. Well, you know, let's um, let's all look forward to your findings. I'm not sure if that's the right <laughs> phrase. Um, the, uh, well, I'm going to move this on as quick as I possibly can, obviously, <laughs> to, to my third choice, which um, is, and I mean, do you know what? My, my, th my, I've got so many choices. I was looking at, I mean, I've got a, a, a Nog um, Oi bike bell on one of my bikes, yeah. which is, which is, which is great. It's so loud. It's, it's unbelievable. And it has sustain like you would not believe. I, I, I can ting it and then still be riding about 45 miles, 45 <laughs> minutes later. It's still going, it has sustain. Um, I've also looked at SPD pedals. I mean, as you know, I am a a, a GLA fan, and there was a I saw a Canyon uh, DHB Sun God like team cycling GLA on there as well. But you know, I'm a GLA fan. But you also know that I am a man who simply cannot I I cannot stand carrying things on on me when I'm yes. riding my bike, um, even in my pockets. So I like carrying things on the bike instead. So uh, I've, I think I've found the ideal uh, bag to add to my collection of bags that already uh, hang on various bikes, which is a, a, a restrap small uh, frame cycle bag. Sorry, I, uh, I paused there just momentarily over because I was reading the description from the eBay ad <laughs> and he's put too many words in it. Um, restrap small frame bike cycle bag is what he calls it. Um, I think what we're, what he's basically calling it, what it basically is, is a small frame bag um, made by the good people of restrap. So it's a proper quality bit of kit. Um, the uh, full description of the item is restrap small frame bag used on a handful of occasions so um short and descriptive um but uh yeah i think it could be, it's it's just the thing it goes there it's sort of like underslings the uh the, the the top tube um so just a ticket to go with a with a top tube bag so it sort of doubles up on that yeah lovely thanks very much don't put it in your pockets Now, Bob, um, it, it's, it's quite handy that you you, you decided to buy uh, a saddlebag as your third 
kind of Santa eBay special purchase. Um, because I was, do you know what? I was thinking the other day, um, you know, you go out on a ride and most riders have got a saddlebag. And, you know, some people have got tiny little saddlebags and some people have got absolute <laughs> massive rucksack style bags. <laughs> and I've, I've always wondered kind of, well, you know, I think I've got everything I need and I don't think I've got too much. So why is it that some people have got, a, a, you know, a, a, a huge kind of saddlebag and, and, and some people have got tiny ones? You know, what have they got in there that either I'm not carrying or that I might be carrying that I don't need? So I kind of, you know, I kind of wondered, you know, what's in your saddlebag, mate? <laughs> Tell the world. Well, um, interest, interesting you should ask. I mean, as as I am, I mean, in the dictionary definition of, of, of saddlebag, I'm not actually someone who has a saddlebag, or at least I've got one on a mountain bike, which I've basically got a tube in, and that's kind of it. But um, because I've got a, because I've got, two rear-facing lights and one of those is a Garmin Varia so that's up quite high so consequently I've got no space behind my saddle <laughs> so but as you know I'm a man who can't as we've already said can't carry anything in his pockets drive down the wall um what I have got is a bar bag um, ah yes I've actually got a number of bar bags there you go as I get them up <laughs> I the, the bar bag and I've got nice. also also bar bag there. There they are. Um, so you know, pick one of those, Skip, and tell you know what is what's in your typical bar bag there when you go out on a on a on a half decent ride. Well, I've got two. I mean, essentially, the stuff that I carry is you could argue far too much. Um, I've got first of all, I've got now when I kind of started to get into you know kind of carrying stuff and looking at bar bags, um, I. I very quickly found when I started to do a bit of bar bag shopping, I very quickly found that bar bags essentially come in three main classifications. Okay, there is uh, big, uh, there is there's ugly, and there's big and ugly. So <laughs> very very quickly you think to yourself, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. And then you kind of so I had a good look round and then found um, ones which weren't that big and weren't that ugly. Uh, actually, kind of quite good looking, Tom, very much. So I've I've had. I've got the Arkle, um, which is like a sort of just a sort of like a Velcro strap on affair made in Canada. Um, and that has been that's that's been superb. It's they're handmade. You get like a little sort of a, a, um, a label inside telling you who made it. And it's a solid old bit of kit. Um, mm. And I've also got for the, the summer days because it's bright and lovely um, one that uh, was was bought for me by a very dear friend of mine, his, his, his name escapes me, um, but, uh, but it's your good self. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a Camel Chops uh, bar bag um, finished in my uh, family time. Look at that. Look Love at that. Just the absolute ticket. So, um, but that has not been on duty for a little while because of the, shall we say, inclement weather and me wanting mm. to keep the tartan as bright as possible. So I have, now I'm also a man <laughs> who not only has a bar bag, whoops, but also has yes a tool stash. Oh wow! Because also in my bar bag, um, what I've also got as well because I'm commuting, I will have my sandwiches in there. I will have my phone in there. I will have um, my wallet in there. My clocking in card. Other sort of work style junk goes in there too. And it's kind of handy to have a little bit of space if you have got, you know, other stuff you need to cram in. So 
um, I have got, first of all, not an inner tube, because that's nearly always strapped to the bike, but I will have a spare uh, restrap one of these orange straps, which have a name, but I've forgotten what they are now. Fast straps, there you go, fast straps they're called. So oh, they're just well. like a sort of a, a rubberized kind of um, strap thing with a with a with a clip on the end and you can strap anything to your frame or whatever it might be if something breaks but in my Victoria tool uh, stash oh sorry hang on a second we'll stay on the bar bag for a second pump 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 normally strapped to the frame but in this case I'm swapping from one bike to another that doesn't have one pump guns with me I've also got I mean, how long have we got? I've also got <laughs> a, um, a battery pack for one of my lights, which faces forwards. I have three lights that face backwards, two on the bike, one on my head. I've got three lights that face forwards, two on the bike, wow. one on my head. Um, but I've actually got across the, the handlebars, of, I've then got like a sort of an extra bar sort of thing on little clamps from there, which is where the lights sit. So the lights are higher than the bar bag. Okay, I realized we might need to put a picture on this so people can follow <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, but I have two sets of lights on there, um, which are a little bit like if you remember the Metro 6R4 rally cars from the 80s, and they had like a yeah. massive wall of just like those massive wall of lights. across <laughs> the front. But that was because I was riding with one light. And as I was making my way uh, through a, uh, a uh, like a bridleway that went through a farmer's field, um, I essentially missed a cow by about four foot. Um, and I thought, you know what? I need more light. I need more light. So, and in my tool stash, I have tire yep. levers. I have flypaper. You know, I mean, granted, I'm not going to need this, you know, at most. Because <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> if I do get a puncture, I get a second puncture. At that point, I'm ringing my wife to come and get me. But, <laughs> you know, I've got them there for emergencies. I have a Top Peak multi-tool. There it is. Look at that, very nice, and, uh, and yeah. it's got all the bits and pieces in there. That, um, and I also have a little bag here, which has got everything that I realistically might need for either winter or summer cycling, which is not bad because it's only in, it's a very very small bag that fits into there. But I have uh, an al I have alcohol wipes. I have twenty pounds in cash money. I have hand wipes as well i've got two different sizes of zip ties i have i've got antiseptic i'm doing a lot of wiping i've got an antiseptic yeah, wipe as well it seems um, like you're gonna perform an operation on i'm gonna someone. do a lot of wiping um i've got some moisturizing lip balm as well when it gets cold <laughs> lips can fall apart and so i've got the moisturizing lip balm for the winter and i've got two tick twisters for the summer because yeah if you ever had a tick <laughs> not nice things yeah. and and if you've got dogs as well you'll know how good tick twisters are because it's a way of removing them and removing them cleanly so yes so i've essentially got my life-saving pack there and everything else and do i need this on every on every <laughs> journey probably not probably not but you know what they're there and it's easier to carry them than to take them out and sort of try and imagine what i might need for each ride if that makes some sort of sense well, mate, I mean, it's bizarre because, you know, I'm going to go through what I've got. Okay. And, I mean, it really couldn't be much more different, I guess. 
Um, <laughs> got a gel and that's it i think it, well i mean my bag is absolutely ran full of stuff but let, let, let me go through let me tell you what what i've got and how it differs to you which is, is is strange and it kind of sort of backs up kind of what i thought that there isn't a stock set of stuff that everyone brings you know everyone brings all completely random stuff but anyway here we go okay so first thing i've got here as you can see <laughs> i've got my safe man cafe lock that's ah. a bit lumpy and a bit heavy but because, you know, we stop at cafes and there isn't always somewhere safe to leave your bike, I always bring the cafe lock with me. So that's okay. that's one thing that's always in the saddlebag. One thing. The other thing I've got, uh, here we go, CO2 gas. So I've got the canister. Uh, oh, this one, in fact, okay. is empty because I needed to use it on uh, Sunday. Right. Um, I've got the little kind of neoprene sleeve because when you use these things, they go icy cold yeah. um, and then your hands will stick to them. And I've got the kind of valve bit that kind of screws in the top and actually pushes the, um, the right. stuff, in, you know, the air into the yeah. into the, the tube. Um, let's have a look. I've also got, and I think, um, again, I forget who it was who sent me this, um, but he's not a million miles away, um, my Alien <laughs> XS uh, little multi-tool. Yeah. So that's there. That. Just so that it. was sent by you, which is absolutely marvellous. So you do. <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, mate, I don't think I've ever used the multi-tool. That's good. Long way to continue. It's, um, it's one of these things which you hopefully you will never, ever use. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's always in there just in case. Okay, here we go. Next. Now, I've got little bags of stuff. Now, in this little bag of stuff, I've got zip ties. Yes, just in important. Case. I've got a puncture repair kit. Right. So patches, glue, and a bit of a sandpaper. I've got quick links. I'm not sure what I'd do with a quick link. Um, okay. So this is for the chain. <laughs> yeah, goodness me, I need a quick link. That's something I've forgotten. Um, oh, no. But I've got one. Um, and the little tool to kind of open and close the uh, the chain itself. Otherwise, there's no point having a quick link. If I'm going to write that on my pad in big, bold, <laughs> quick link. I haven't got one in the and bag. I, no. And I'll tell you the other thing I've got now, which I never used to carry, but it because it kind of, I needed it, and luckily someone else had it. Had it. Um, I've got one of the kind of, you know, the valve core removal tools and something to screw it back in. So when you change uh, in a tube. Do you know and what? We've had this conversation valve, yes, on we this did. podcast before. And I said, <laughs> I'm going to write down valve core tool. And I did then and hey. did nothing about it. I'm doing it again. <laughs> valve core um, tool. Obviously, I've got an inner tube. So that's in there as yes. well. I've got a little hand pump as well a little mm -hmm. tiny kind of uh, fabric hand pump there yep now the other thing i've got which i'm going to figure out is i've got my tire levers and my uh kind of the best thing i've ever kind of invented here is the old tire boot made out of um toothpaste tube so oh, if the yes. tire and i had to use that once mate that's already been that's come into play yep. where i had a puncture it split the tire mm -hmm. and i could see the inner tube wanting to poke through so i put that on the inside and it just got me home without the inner tube kind of poking through the hole yeah, yeah, yeah. in the tire. So that was absolutely uh, gold dust, and it cost me nothing. Really. Then, I mean, I, I know you had like, well. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you had stuff like lip balm and uh, kind of you know wipes and things. I unfortunately I haven't got anything as posh as that. All I've got when it comes to kind of uh, a bit of sort of you know health and safety type stuff, I've got a couple of paracetamol. <laughs> And the glasses, because <laughs> if I have to change the tire, I can't see with me normal glasses. So, and I'll tell you what else I need these for, mate. When we stop at the cafe, I can't read the menu, oh, so um, I always bring uh, my spare glasses in my saddlebag, 
so that I can see what I'm ordering. <laughs> so, I, I, mate, that, that's bizarre. I, I, on, I, I would, I could have sworn that most people had more or less the same sort of stuff oh. in their saddlebags, but I think we've just proven conclus- conclusively there on this podcast, but you know, for the benefit of everyone else, <laughs> that no matter what you think you've got in your saddlebag, someone else has got something completely different. <laughs> Well, uh, as we said before, it is December. Christmas is approaching and also the end of the year is approaching as well. The end of another year where we've been doing this podcast and and, and just riding about podcast and the end of another year where we've just been riding about. And um, I think that kind of as I was sort of sitting and thinking and, and, and making notes before we started over the last few days, Yes, that's right, listeners. I make notes before we start. It's hard to believe. Um, but the it kind of sort of dawned on me that, you know, we've been doing this for long enough. But over the last 12 months, a, cert, a few kind of things have sort of struck me about about cycling and things that I kind of may have, have learnt from cycling. But um, and I kind of thought, well, I mean, first of all, this year, time trialling. We've, we've both done it. Um, we've both headed back into it for me it was my first 10 mile time trial in let me see 32 years um and i uh, my i i went faster than the 16 year old me had gone <laughs> over a 10 mile distance before um i have been so pleased with that i can't tell you and uh even though some people have sort of said well the bike that you're on now is going to be a lot quicker and i've said shut up um <laughs> that was fun i mean you've had a stab at time trialing as well i have hmm. um my you know i think if people remember rightly my <laughs> my it was my first ever effort uh and it was it was a, a bit of a mess really mate if i'm honest <laughs> completely calamitous um you know, if I've learned anything from this 12 months and having done that time trial as the kind of, you know, the kind of new thing to have picked up over the, over the last year of riding, it's check your gears because the chain fell off literally uh, 100, 100 metres in to the to the start. Check those gears. The, the same thing happened to, to Ghana, so don't worry about um, that. Well, I'm in good company. Um, but I bet he didn't go wrong three times uh, on the route uh if i remember rightly he went the right way well no i mean he, <laughs> there is there is that but i think i think was it pretty famously kind of chris froome in one of his you know b- before he kind of went on and and became a four-time tour de france winner i think in one of his first kind of time trials he sort of headed off down the ramp and sort of blatted into a into a left-hand <laughs> corner and turned right or something like that so you know you're in good company i think it, it appears that way however what i have learned is to probably kind of either learn the route um or have the uh, the gps set up so that when i'm riding i can actually follow it and, and, and kind of go the right way so yeah mate i think i think i'll take that as a as a big learning curve for the last 12 months of cycling um but uh, I th- I'm going to give it a go again next year when the season yeah. comes back round. And like um, I said, ho- hopefully this time uh, it will go slightly less uh, dramatic than it did the first time. I mean, I've got to, it's really, I mean, what we're doing, because we've done a couple of the, 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 the hill climbs now on the tandem and we've done a, a, I've done a time trial as well. So it's like, it's really kind of made me go, yeah, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to give this a bit of a proper crack next year. I'm going to sort of see how, how I do. 
Um, so yeah, we've got a, a a full kind of itinerary. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a go. I'm gonna give it a good go and and see how well I do. Realistically, I'm only gonna be racing against myself. So yeah. But, uh, but do you know what, mate? I think you know as we're coming to the end of this pod, the end of this year. <laughs> I think that's the I think the underlying thing when it comes to cycling for everyone anyone who's listening is give things a go you know if you haven't done a mm. hundred miles give it a go if you haven't done a time trial give it a go if you haven't you know uh, ridden up that hill that's just at the top of the road and you're a bit worried because you might not make it up just, <laughs> just give it a go you know go. exactly um, you know if you've never been off road get yourself a mountain bike and go in the woods and give it a go. Um, you know, I mean, it's, you just don't know. You might, you might enjoy it. I mean, look, I've, I've, le- I mean, I've learned when we, when we were on our little kind of two-day uh, mountain bike mm-hmm. excursion, um, I've, I've learned two rather important things of that. First of all, when you're at the end of a long day, uh, you should really trust what the route on your Garmin is telling you and don't think well let's just go over this last little bit of hill because I know it's kind of off-road and a bit of fun because when you're attacking it from the other direction what is like a long drawn out downhill is just a long draggy uphill with no real gain uh, and you don't need that at the end of the first day I've also learned that I'm not the kind of guy that can get a good night's sleep on the floor of a shed um, and I should stop pretending that I am realistically um because that was uh that was something and yeah i mean you know as well as that i've learned kind of just how important you know kind of right just sort of riding is as sort of say i've not been riding over the last little while and yeah i have had the old aches and pains have been kind of coming back in again and uh you know just sort of like you know kind of doing various things that have kind of gone wrong or things have broken and stuff. I, I can kind of feel that I'm a lot more ratty than I than I sometimes am. And that's because I'm not getting out, you know, twice, three times a week and just sort of resetting mm. my head, which is sort of what it does. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for goodness sake. I mean, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're into cycling, I, I would have thought, if not, you've been a long time into this episode waiting for us to change the <laughs> subject. But um the but yeah i mean just get out there and and do it and have a go whatever it is brilliant stuff mate i mean it yeah it's been a very educational year let's put it that way yes well on on that note i think that it's it's time to bring this uh extra special christmas slash december slash end of year edition uh of the podcast which is just writing about the just writing about you know the thing that i always say podcast um to to, uh, to a close it's it's the end of our third year of doing this wow um yeah there you go you would have thought we'd be better by now <laughs> anyway i just want to say at this point thank you very much indeed for listening this far um thank you very much for listening to us at all but if you got this far thank you very much uh as well also i want to say uh thank you to bill hooper and tasha fights tigers for the phenomenal uh intro and outro music that we play each time i um want to say thank you to my dog who has come out to have a massive drink by the side of me and which the microphone is possibly collecting i'm not entirely certain so with those thank yous i also want to say thank you to my pal enzo who is always here with me and uh it always makes this fun Enzo, everyone, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you, Bob, and Merry Christmas to one and all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
It's Santa here. A very Merry Christmas and the happiest New Year. Ho, ho, ho.